0: Pastor Pruitt, and, um, and I highly respect the ministry here and highly respect you. And the reason why I say that, Pastor, is you've always been the same. Every time I've seen you, I feel a kindred Holy Ghost. And we're living in an hour where people change in an opposite direction. And the stability that's here, the reason why this has come to fruition right here is the stability of the ministry that God has brought here. And, and there's got to be a stableness. We've, how many people have we seen over the years come and go and come and go? But it's going to take those that are faithful in God and it's going to hold on to the Lord. I was thinking about something too. what has happened to us as people and even in the church is uh, even though that God is present, uh, in our mind we become distant. And we, we, you know, said, we say, well, God never leaves us nor forsakes us, but we become distant from the Lord. Adam and Eve did the very thing. When they sinned against God, what did they do? They went and hid and clothed themselves, and, and they were distant from God. And with that comes an altered mind. And with that altered mind, you start saying things that are okay that you should not be okay you start getting an unsoundness about you in your mind where you used to have soundness. Let me say this. God's working. This thing is working out for the glory of God. We're talking about how bad things are, how bad things are, how bad things are. You know what's going on? God is tearing down kingdoms so His kingdom can be established. Yeah. Hallelujah. You're going to find government's going to come to naught. Hallelujah. All this stuff is going to come to naught because God is getting ready to set this thing up. How many believe that tonight? Give the Lord a hand clap. I love what I feel. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. I appreciate what pastor said. And, uh, when I pastor the church, uh, it's hard to get a message from the Lord three times a week. Now you can say, Wait, no, no. When you hit your knees and got, try to have something from the Lord, it's hard at times to get something from God three times a week. Now you say, "Well, God spoke to me." So, yeah, how many times did He speak to you? <laughs> well, you hold on to a thought, but to be able to minister, you must hit your knees and say, "God, give me what this people needs." Now we're living a day and hour of the internet. A lot of guys getting on the internet and getting that right message. That's them. They, the Lord said. The Lord didn't say. Alright? It comes from above. Through hitting our knees and talking to God and saying, God, give me what needs to be given. Hallelujah. I got something I want to preach to you for a moment of time tonight. If you have your Bibles, go to Acts chapter number 17. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. How many believe in the Lord? Somebody's going to be healed tonight. Somebody's going to have a change in their spirit tonight. You know why? Because even though we've had God, there's an adverseness here. We live in a world, we come to church and we, we, we pray and you feel indifferent. Anybody ever felt indifferent? I go places, I go to church, I feel indifferent. And you know what that is? That's the enemy creating an adverseness to keep you outside looking in instead of getting you inside. How many want your spirit to be inside here tonight? Is that right? Come on, get lot a hand clap. I'm bearing witness. Come on. Hallelujah. Look to your neighbor and say, get on in here. Praise God. That's why some are doing this. And some are doing... That's the way it works, isn't it? Get in it. All right. Acts chapter number 17 and verse number 16. Here's what I want to read for a moment of time. Here's what it says. It says, Now while Paul awaited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Therefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him, and some said, What will this babbler say? Others, some, he seemeth to be a setter forth of strange gods, because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him unto Ariagapus, saying, May we know what this new doctrine whereof thou speakest is. For thou bringest certain strange things to our ears, we would know therefore what these things mean. For all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Watch. Their whole time was given to tell and to hear. Their basis of faith and belief is what they told and what they heard. right. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, You men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you're too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, Him I declare unto you. I want to preach on this subject for a moment of time. The similitude of an imaginary friend and what we have embraced. Grab somebody by the hand, let's agree. Sister Nay, if you will, bring me that up here first before we pray. I got some, it's going to look like a carnival here tonight. Just set that down right there. Thank you. Now I need five. Can I have five men to volunteer up here? Can I have five men? Let me have five men. And we, when they get up here, then we're gonna pray. You guys are gonna be using the Lord, all right? You can sit down right now, and I'll, I'll call you up. All right. All right. Grab somebody by the hand. Let's agree. Praise God. Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, have your way in this place. I rebuke any hindering spirit. Let there be ears to hear what the Holy Ghost is saying to this people, God. God, open up eyes, open up ears, open up hearts, God. By your Spirit, God creates a revelation, God. God, let there be a revelatory thing in somebody's life. Let them be healed. Let them be delivered. Set a course tonight, God. Set a flame tonight, oh God. Minister to somebody in a mighty way, God. You be honored. You be glorified you be exalted, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Give the Lord another hand clap. I'm going to get there. You find in the Scriptures tonight in Acts 17 that Paul is called to a place in Greece called Athens, and Athens' basis was given to something that was of ignorance and something that was different than that of God, it seems as though. But we find in the Scriptures that when Paul and them come to preach the gospel, they look at them as though something is different, but yet there's a clinging to what is already so. I read to you and I said to you that they were given to what they had spoke and what they had heard. You find in another passage of Scripture outside the reading, it says the gods have come to us. You find it says that Mercurius and another has come to us, and it was a now it's called Greek mythology. But back then they thought it to be right; they thought it to be so. As you read Greek mythology in school, they they believed in Medusa and Zeus and all different kinds of gods, and that is what they worshipped. You find that there were great philosophers; there was Socrates and Plato, and they lived by certain principles that were given and that is what they worshipped. Now watch this. This is the offspring of the goddess Athena. That's it. Someone has been told this, that this is her offspring, and holding on and embracing it, It creates a miracle, it creates surety, it creates soundness, it creates rest. And it's passed on to generation to generation. You find in the scriptures that they carved gods of gold and of silver and of wood and they took that and they gave it to those and said this is what you worship. There you go, sir. You find there's also maybe a god of archery. And the god of archery had a magic bow. And in his magic bowl, he's got some stick darts. But something is in this magic bowl. It comes from the God of archery and it has the ability to defeat the enemy. And they beheld it and embraced it as though it was some great thing. There you go, sir. You may look as that is, is strange tonight and you may look as that is that how in the world could we, they worship something out of that ignorance? How could they take that very thing and grab hold of it and say there's anything in this? A doll and, and a toy bowl that's bought by a dollar store. And yet we, in our minds, we look at it and say, man, I, I can't believe that, that they would even follow after something that this thing Was created by an imagination that was in their mind to declare it was so, and it was so. You have something going on in here tonight. It's a thing called a mind with an imagination, and you can get a figure on it, and you can get an image on it, and declare that it's so when it's not really so. Now, watch how the devil plays with it. He'll put something in your mind and say, This is the way it is, and This is the way it is, and you think that's the way it is, when it's not that at all. We have a mortality rate inside of us, and the enemy wants to create a fear in our spirit and say that there's something there when there's nothing really there. God has given us a sound mind. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Give the Lord a hand clap tonight. Come on, we're going to get there. Well, not too far removed, there's a group of people in the east. You're going to be Buddha. He's Buddha. Gold earrings. I ain't saying nothing now. When you go to a Chinese restaurant, you're going to see one of those. You will see practicing Buddhists. And they have faith in their imagination that has went on thousands of years, and there's something in the statue that brings good luck, that brings rest. And there are many millions upon billions. Stand up, sir. That em- just take your arm, and put it around him. That embrace, put your arm around.
1: You. That embraces
0: that. It means something. Just hold on. They're holding on to the very fact of what's been told them and what they've seen. Don't stop with that. Sir, stand up. You're going to be Muhammad. Anybody heard of Islam? That's our greatest antagonist right now. They want to change everybody to be like them and those that are not. Now they have a thing called a Sharia law. We kill those that ain't like us. And it's widespread through Africa. It's widespread through Europe. It's going into Asia. It's going to all parts of the world. And there are multi-groups of people that are embracing that as their religion. Now watch. They bow five times a day toward the temple that's in the east. Yep. It don't matter where they are. It doesn't matter what they're doing. They have fought for it on their workplace. They have fought for it everywhere they go. And if you ain't heard the news lately, they're getting ready to have a march on 9-11 in Washington D.C. saying, hey, we're not that type. We are something else that's not of us. No, that is an influence and a deception to mess you up and to receive something that's not of of God. They've embraced it. Now I'm going to throw this in. My sister has a daughter named Olivia. Olivia, when she was a little girl, was living in a home where there was turmoil and unrest. And then at turmoil and unrest, she had an imaginary friend. And his name was Keter. And while she was growing up, everywhere she went, she saved a seat for Keter. She could tell you where he was sitting. She could tell you what kind of face he had. She could tell you what kind of clothes he had on. And that was her peace and her rest by the turmoil that was going on in the home. She had a confidence and a peace of mind knowing that Keter was there. But watch. What was imaginary was very real. Because later in years, that thing started tormenting her. And what appeared to be a guardian angel was something else. It was something that started to torment her, and she had to be delivered from it. But through those years, she embraced something that was so-called imaginary that nobody else could see, that she could see herself And later in years, it became Antichrist. That's why the Bible says, Paul speaking the word, he said, an angel can transform himself, a satanic angel can transform himself into an angel of light. Ministers of Satan can transform themselves to ministers of life. And if you are not discerning and you don't have a spirit of discernment, you'll be deceived and you'll fall into something you're not supposed to fall into. There are many people that are gathered in a church on a Sunday night calling themselves Christianity and Christian, going to a certain place and they're worshiping something that is not of God. They've embraced an ideal. They've embraced an, I- an ideology. Uh, they've embraced with Pride, something that's not of God. Watch this. Guess who you are? You're one of these guys. Turn around. Brother Darrell's on the right track. He's worshipped Bula, he's worshipped Muhammad, he's worshipping God in the right manner. And it's not a figment of his imagination. It's not something that's been construed in his mind. We put an image on God that's not so. God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We think God is this certain way. And God's not that way. He said in Isaiah chapter number 40, He said, Unto whom will you liken unto me? He said, Unto whom will you equal me? He said, I take the sky and I roll it like a scroll. He said, I know the sparrow that falls from the tree. He says, I know everything about you. I know the comings and goings of man. I know what ails you in your spirit. I know what's going to go ahead of you. I know what's behind you. I'm God and there's nobody else beside me. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever I change not. Now I'm gonna show you something. Abstock people, at times we've missed it. let me show you something. Embrace your God. He's right there. What's different between these two and him? It's not held by his capacity of arm reach. It's not held with just his ability to embrace. The Bible says these guys have gone by way of the grave. The only thing that can be held to is by what they've spoken of things past. What he's holding on to is what's spoken into the future. Bible says that we don 't have a high priest as a Levite, we have one of the tribe of Judah, but he has the power of an endless life. Watch what we 've done in church we 've asked people to embrace a God for the present. We don't need to ask people to embrace God for the present. We need to tell people to embrace God for what's ahead. The Bible says, lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold of what's down the road. He quoted it last week. If all we have is hope of Christ in this life, we're all being most miserable. Now watch. Hebrews chapter number 11. The Bible says they all died in faith, having not received the promises. It says, but they saw them afar off. And it says they held on to them, and they embraced them, and they were determined, and they persevered. God is not just in the confines of your embrace. That's why He's able to be your healer. That's why He's able to be your provider. He goes beyond your ability just in arm's sight beyond your thoughts, beyond your being. I have not seen, nor ear hath heard, nor entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. But they're revealed by His Spirit. Watch this. Talk of Christianity. Grab hold of your beads. And I'm not trying to, be to demean anybody. There are honest people today. Grabbing hold of their beads. Saying, Blessed Mary, Mother of God. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. They'll say it over and over petition, petition, petition. They have faith because they got a hold of something that's tangible through carnality. And this group of people tells you, Give us your kids until they're sick will make them this way the rest of their lives. This group of people called Islam, you know why little kids are taking bombs and strapping to themselves and going in and killing people? Because they've been persuaded that what they hold is something of power and that what's on the other side is something that's eternal when all it is is of the devil. Jesus said, except that you believe that I'm He, you're going to die in your sins. Oh, can I say something to mess up our theology for a little bit? Can I really throw throw it on you now? We sing the song Jehovah, 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 Jehovah. His name in the Old Testament was Jehovah. Brothers and sisters, as a Gentile, we can't approach God with Jehovah. It takes the name which is above every name, the name of Jesus. He's now been declared to the Gentile people, and His name is Jesus, meaning God with us. The word Jesus comes from, Yeshua, means the Savior. And the only name we have for God is Jesus. Jesus said in John 5, 43, I came in my Father's name. Miss somebody's theology up wait away but we've sang that song. Oh, I've sung it. Jehovah this, Jehovah that. His name is Jesus. now why? They've embraced that. grave. They've embraced that. grave. When you embrace that anybody else want to use another illustration of embracing? Watch this. In Acts 17, there's something of truth there. They're given to idolatry. They're given to images. They're given to things that are made by man. This is what it says. It says there was an altar made with a devotion to what was unknown. Bible says that they had an altar with the inscription to the unknown God. Don't you understand that's revival? An altar of devotion to what's unknown. Anybody got it all figured out? Raise your hand. See, what's happened to us is everything's working out for the good for us, and we don't even know it yet. Things are at work right now for God to show Himself in your life, but we're so stressed and depressed in holding on to a God that seems as though He's not able to do it. That's why we're still stressed and depressed and still sick in body. But when you start creating an altar of devotion to what's unknown, they kept going and believing, and the promise of God hadn't taken place yet. The Bible says Abraham believed and took hold of that which was not as though that it was. He was grabbing hold of something in a spirit realm that wasn't so yet, but he knew God was there and said, i believe that, I'll believe that. I believe the affliction and the disease and the trial for the moment I've got to reach for the promise and it's yay and it's amen. Yeah. Give the Lord a hand clap tonight. Come on. Yeah. you got to be seated. you got to be seated. you got to be seated. Watch this. Heard a story years ago of a man who had a boy went to a church. Some of you have heard before, you've heard this. His little boy got taken to the doctor. He was eaten up with cancer. He was going to a certain church. Didn't believe in a miracle or a healing. Took that little boy to church. Doctor said, that's it. He's going to die. Said the doctor said. Something started getting wrestling in his spirit. Took it to the church. Says, guys, my son's dying. What y'all going to do? Those days are over with. God don't do that anymore. It's dead. Can I say something to you? When you're not worshiping God in spirit and in truth, you're in idolatry. And we need to be very careful. We're not in a spiritual whoredom. We're worshiping something of a principality. A principality never exceeds the promise. When you get caught up on principles and it never attains the promise, all you've got is a principality in your life. Well, I don't do this and I do this and I don't do this and I go to church and I do this and I live this. You better let it not exceed the promise. Because when it exceeds the promise, you've missed God. All you've got is a principality. And that's a religious spirit. Come on, Amen. How? <inaudible> Took him to church. Sir, we don't believe that no more. Took his son out of that church, left the church. They ain't going back there. Went to another church, went to the deacons, the elder of the church, the pastor said, "Uh, My son is dying with cancer. Do y'all have any answer? We don't do that no more. Went to one, went to another. About the fifth trip, he went on a Sunday morning to a church. When he walked through the door, he said something got a hold of him. It says that when he walked through the door and he sat down, it was different as it was before. It says it was a lively thing. He says people were raising their hands. They were worshiping God out loud. It said there came life inside of him. And he said he got to looking at his little boy. It's oh, this is a little bit different. It's a whole lot different than it was before. And it says at the end of the altar call, he took his son to the front. and said, all I can tell you is this. I felt something back there that drew me up here. And my sword is dying with cancer. He says, y'all believe in God. God's a healer. Y'all believe in laying on to the hands. He said, yes, sir, we do. And they laid hands on that boy on a Sunday morning. And then Tuesday rolled around. He went back to the doctor. And the doctor said, we don't get it. We don't get it. There's no cancer anymore. He got a hold of embraced of a real God that's a real healer of cancer. We must abandon what has held us distressed and depressed and get a hold of a God that gives us life and gives it to us more abundantly. Last week, Jesus was walking to Jairus' house. The Bible says the crowd was strong in Him. And Jesus makes a statement and says, Who touched me? Lord, what are you talking about? <laughs> They've all touched you. I looked up the word throng. And you know what throng means? Held in prison. They were touching the Lord as though He was held in prison. But when the woman approached Him, the Bible says she spent all her living with doctors on everything else. That kingdom came down. She was now literally bankrupt. And she had no choice. Anybody seen what's going on in America right now? It's fixing to be bankrupt. Can I be a little bit closer to it? It already is. And they ain't told nobody yet. (laughs) But you feel it. Because we're walking under that principality. And it's translating also in the spirit, in the church. And it feels like, man, God just ain't moving like He used to 20 years ago. Anybody felt that? Well, it was good, but it wasn't like it was 20 years ago. God's still here. God's still moving. It's all about your spirit. Jesus has not been released to do anything except being enthroned until the woman touched Him. And it released her miracle. I'm speaking to somebody now in the Holy Ghost. You have prayed. And it seems like there's no answer. The Lord says, don't throng anymore. It's time to touch Him in the right manner. I feel the Holy Ghost now. We've embraced ideologies and philosophies that we've known. Can I get in Christian movement? There's a group of people called LDS. Anybody heard of LDS? They have a thing called the Book of Mormon. You know where they got it from? Some dude went went off into the woods and had an angel that had a book in his hand that says this is the words of the Lord Jesus Christ after that the Bible was written. He comes out jumping up and down and says, i got a New Testament God. Anybody read it? I've read it. It's weird. We're not going to a different planet called Zor or war or something. There's not eternal marriage over there. They believe that you're going to be married here and you're going to have the same marriage there. The Bible says there's no marriage given marriage over there. That's false. But watch this. When you have spoke to someone who has embraced that, they're not willing to embrace the Jesus that you're trying to give them. The only way they're going to be able to embrace the real Jesus is they, they've got to release what's going to fail. Let me show you something. Before this thing's over with, things that are false are going to fail and truth is going to live on. There are people that are sitting in a church tonight that don't know Jesus' name, baptism. That don't know the infilling of the Holy Ghost. God is going to call them out and show them there is a greater way, a more marvelous way.
1: We all believe
0: John three sixteen, but that's not the total basis of the God that we serve. The Bible says, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." We believe there's Acts two thirty eight, but we must go on to perfection. We must not allow it to come in an ideology and say this is the summation of God. There's more to this than what we've seen, but we must embrace the. God who will show us more. That will give us more. That will do more. I'll give the Lord a hand God tonight. I'm leaving you. So wait a minute now. He's, uh-uh. Acts 2.38 is the only way to be saved. The only way. But that's birthing you into the kingdom so that you can know God. Now, wait a minute, John. I got the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist had the Holy Ghost. But when Jesus walks to the water, he didn't recognize it, him to be in the Savior. All he saw was his cousin. Until the Spirit descended on him like a dove and rested. The Bible says in John 1 And I knew him not, and I knew him not. Only that the one spoke to me said the Spirit would descend on him like a dove and rest. He's the one. And when the Spirit fell on him and rested on him, he said, boys, it's time to leave me. I must decrease. He must increase. I baptize you with water. But he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. We need a new baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire among us. It ought to be in our church. Then we can't sit still. We got to get a hold of the creator of the world. There's healing right now in your body. Hallelujah. There's a thing leaving you right now in the name of Jesus. You try to let go of that, let go of that, let go of that, you're being delivered right now in the name of Jesus. Here's the deal too. Joy is taking place right now in your life. Will somebody in here raise your hand? I'm going to embrace Him that He is. And He has the ability to go outside of the confines of what I'll think and say. I heard no less than ten times last week by this people. We thought it was going to be this way, and we thought it was going to be this way. But God saw another way. God is always going to see it His way so that none of us get the glory out of it. Because no flesh is going to glory in His presence. Oh, this just hit me. Can I go ahead and go further? Those that left said it wasn't a God. God will show them it was. I just felt that in the Holy Ghost. And watch. They'll be done with confusion and they'll see a clarity through prayer. I was praying this afternoon, Pastor, and I laid my hand on a pillow and it's hit me. There's no place like home. What you know home to be Is always home. And you can go somewhere else, but it's not home. Because even though your body is in a different place, your spirit is still there. You know what's going to be even cooler? When there is a return, there will be others with them. And when they walk through the door, we wasn't like that. Was there will be an overabundance by facilitators. You know what a facilitator is? Somebody that causes two parties to meet together and agree for something to happen. i preach on this one back, but Listen. The man on the bed could have never got to Jesus in the house if it wasn't for the men who were facilitators to get him there. When David beckoned Mephibosheth to come back because he had a promise to Jonathan that he would save his kinfolk and bring them back to the palace. They said, does Jonathan have any seed left? Does he have any kindred left? Oh yeah, Mephibosheth! But King... He can't come. He's been lame since he left. And David said, we won't be at ease until I fulfill my covenant and the promise. So he sends men to bring back Mephibosheth. They were facilitators for a meeting with the king. Tonight, you are a facilitator with this community for a meeting with the King. Because you've embraced the true living God that's able to deliver their soul and to save them to the utmost. Anybody ever well you probably know some most of the I've been in the world. When I used to go somewhere and dance, it was terrible to dance if somebody couldn't dance. You try to grab your arms around they step on your feet. Well step on your feet again. If you'll embrace Jesus And let him lead. I promise you. There will be glory. It may touch your toe, but it won't be a stomping that irritates you. The only time it will stomp on you is when you quit. You have a Savior. It's in the similitude of an imaginary friend. But it's not imaginary, it's very real. Yesterday, I was sitting in the car taking a siesta. I turned my phone off, just started sitting there, and started praying. And I just said, Lord, wherever. I am and wherever I'm headed you're already there There there's some people here you need to understand if you allow God and you embrace Him He's already where you're trying to go and my word to you is quit fighting it because He's very real We must not allow ourselves to get distance from God and create an imagination in our mind that creates an enmity against God to where we hit the door and hit in another direction. Anybody have a bad doctor's report? Raise your hand. you got two options. Believe it or believe the Lord. A true signification that you believe God is your embrace creates a joy and fulfillment in the midst of the bad report. Can I be honest with you? This old poor ignorant preacher. There's many times in my life I've embraced supposedly the Lord and I stayed stressed and fretful and fearful about it. I had to be delivered because that was not embracing the Lord. That was embracing what I had concocted in my mind to be so when it wasn't so. And I said, God, deliver me from the power of my mind and help me to embrace who you really are. watch this issue whatever it is it said the better part you can sit here giddy giddy oh you've done the last two weeks I've seen but watch allow it to engulf your being and when it engulfs your being God has no choice but to take care of it Because sickness can't stand in the presence of God. Anybody down in your spirit? When you really embrace Him, you have no choice but to be encouraged and uplifted in the middle of confusion and chaos because you've got a hold of the real Jesus Christ. History tells us that when Paul went to Nero's chopping block, that they got ready to chop his head off. You know what he did? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And it says that as his head was rolling, there was praise coming out of his lip. Your head may be rolling. It may feel like they chopped off your head by the guillotine. But if you'll praise him anyhow, if you'll embrace him anyhow, he'll attach that back. He'll bring it back together. He'll pick the pieces back up and put you back together. Get a Lord of hand clap tonight. This is for you. And after I say this, I want you to embrace it because it's it for the Lord. Yesterday, I'm riding down the road. I'm going down Interstate 24, going to Clarksville. I spend a lot of time in Clarksville. I'm riding down the road. In the middle of between exits, there's an overpass there. And when the overpass was there, all of a sudden, I seen like some people standing up there like they are. And as I'm riding down the road, there were two signs that fell over the overpass. Here's what it said. Enough is enough time to change. I was making sure my eyes weren't playing tricks on me. What? Here's the word to you, enough. That means, it's enough. It's time for change. Anybody believe that? Put your hand this way. It's healing your body right now In the name of Jesus That is, is it? Hallelujah Come on Embrace that right there Yes, I, yeah. now you're embracing the right thing Hallelujah You know what? You're the ones that were thronged him. You know what? Now, oh, now He's releasing that virtue in your spirit <laughs> That is right there He's delivering you right now From that spirit of infirmity I rebuke that spirit of infirmity In Jesus' name Be healed right now Be well Big health right now in the name of Jesus. It is. Hallelujah. It's joy taking over your body. You feel a warmth just hit you. That's the healing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Here's what I see it's crazy. I see this a lot. And 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 my wife will tell you, I deal in this lot. And and he's even attested to it last week. I see words that hang over people's lives. That have been said. That have been spoke out of their own mouth. And they live by those words. See, there is a man that has spoke words over your life that you can't get out from under. And you know what you've lived by them. And you know what you feel? You feel worthless at times. Because that thing's been spoke over you. That's coming off you tonight. And when it breaks off you, you're going to be able to go on. and You're going to be a have victory. It seems everywhere you go, there's a dead end. There's a dead end. There's a dead end. It seems like it's impassable. It's over. I don't know what to do next. You're fixing to see an open road exactly to where God's going to lead you. You believe that? God, right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I rebuke those words right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> I rebuke those. There you go, sissy, right there. I rebuke those words that have tore her down, that have dismantled her spirit. I curse those in the name of Jesus. I speak life. I speak peace right now in Jesus' name. There you go, sissy. Hallelujah. Guess what? This is your time. It seems like it's always somebody else's time. This is your time. That's it. Come on. Glory to God right now in the name of Jesus. Come on. That's breaking off you right now. That's breaking off you right now in Jesus' name. That's it, sissy. Come on. That's it. Let him, let him, let him, let him right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't be worried about that, sis. Hallelujah. That has worried you too much. Don't be worried about that no more. God's taking care of it right now in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah right now. Hallelujah. I see you talking to people about it. You're so worried about it. It's being rebuked right now. That thing's swinging in God's favor. God's going to show himself right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody in here. Praise the Lord. Somebody in here praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor, here's the thing. You have spoke words of truth that people did not receive that caused a divide. But those same words that hit that caused divide will be the same words they'll live by that will cross that bridge of divide. And here's what will be said to you. I didn't like what you said, but it was the truth. And that's why I'm back here. Come on, somebody. Raise your hands to God. Raise your hands to God. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. That makes you a wave offering to God. Hallelujah. You know what a great thing about ministry is? I get a word to speak to somebody I've known for a long time. It changes tonight. I'm going to tell you something. You prayed for me last Sunday. I had a lot of fear inside of me if things were going on. I told somebody before church what was going on. The next day, God answered that prayer that you prayed. And he told me to tell you. He's heard, he's heard, he's heard, he's heard. And watch this. He has opened a door that no man's going to be able to shut. But you know what's got to happen? Strengthen your spirit. has got to come first. Then you'll walk through it boldly. And you'll knock down the door and it'll be so. God, right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. No, you're not dying. No, God's not done with you yet. You're not leaving out of here, brother. God's got that. Your heart's desire is going to come to pass. You've prayed about you prayed about it for years. And you know what? It's going to come to pass. It starts right now in the name of Jesus. There's healing in your body. There's healing in your spirit. And you know what? You're not going to be like a pilgrim anymore. It seems like you don't fit in anywhere. God's planting you right now with stability in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Give the Lord a hand clap tonight. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Man, I feel God so strong in here. Woo! Hallelujah. I want you to take your arms tonight and step out of the altar and come up front and just do this to the Lord. Or just, you don't even have to do it, just like this to the Lord. You watch this thing break on your life. When I count the three, in unison... You're going to move from where you are and you're going to embrace God. And God is going to embrace you in a way, it's going to overtake you and things are fixed to be changed. The Lord says bench's spirits over you right now. God's talking to you. Just allow that. Just yield to that in the Holy Ghost. When I count to three, you need God to do something desperately. He knows he's fixing to do it. One. You y'all watch what's fixing to happen here. You feel what's fixing to break in here. One. Two. Three. Shh. You're not oh no you're not grabbing a theology or an idea. Shh. Hallelujah. You're, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? God will make a river in the desert. <laughs> God will make a river in the desert. Hallelujah. He's watering your soul right now. It's been a long time since your soul's been watered. He's watering your soul right now in the name of Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Right there. Right there. Right there. Hallelujah. Come on, Becker. Come on. Hallelujah. There's an embrace of the Holy Ghost. Shh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, give her double. Hallelujah. Lord, Oh, she's yielded her members. God, give her double right now in Jesus' name. Shh. Hallelujah. God, right now heal frailness, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. God, move right now. Lord, embrace right now in the name. Flood her soul, God. Hallelujah, where there's been deadness, God, i speak life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, that is, just yield to that right there. Hallelujah, oh, that is right there. Oh, glory to God. Brother Blake, it's been a long time since you felt that. Come on, yield to that in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Shh. Hallelujah, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah, the Lord is embracing you right now. Hallelujah, come on. He's bringing rest to your soul. He's bringing deliverance. He's bringing a change of mind. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to God. He's making things new right now, brother. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Brother, I don't know what this means. Not by your power. Not by your might. But by my Spirit, saith God. It'll be built by the Spirit of God. And, brother, your labor is not in vain. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's taking that right now in the name. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Right now. Oh, come on, Sissy. See, see. Hallelujah. Come on, Savannah. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there's heat coming over you right now In the Holy Ghost Oh, hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. you've been fighting a spirit For too long, you're being delivered right now In Jesus' name, hallelujah It leaves right now in the Holy Ghost Hallelujah, God right now Oh, that's it, Oh, come on Hallelujah. Glory to God. There you go, sissy. There you go, sissy. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. There's an overtaking right now. There's an overtaking right now. God is setting up His kingdom right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you know what? What has held your attention and has preoccupied your mind, it loses its grip. Here's what you want, the betterment for yourselves and your children. You want to have better for you and your kids. But you know what's happened? That's held you in place. It has no power over you. Now watch this. God's going to start opening doors, sis. And you know what? Do not be afraid to walk through them. Here's the mentality you got to have. I ain't afraid because I know God's already spoken. I know God's already spoken. That door's been open for me. And there's peace of mind. Hallelujah. I see you very much struggling. And I don't want to embarrass you in your pocketbook. You'll follow God. He's abundance. If you'll follow Him and say, I cast my being to you, Lord. You know what? You're not going to have any finance problems no more. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And you know what? You used to rely on somebody. Now you're gonna look up and say, God, I'm gonna rely on you. Because here's the deal. God's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man he should repent. He shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Everybody just take care and do this. Hallelujah. 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 See, I just see. You love the Lord and you're moved on, but you know what? Just go a little higher. There's a high place. There's a high place. Hallelujah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say something to you too. There is a gift of the prophetic in you. And here's what you do. God will give you what to say. It will come through you and you'll dismiss it. And your mind overrides that prophetic. Sis, you got to rebuke that. Because guess what? It's got to bypass your mind and come right out of your lip. It needs to be spoke to a generation. Come on, everybody, just worship God right now. It ain't done. Come on, just worship God. Claim it. Healing in Jesus name. It's so. <laughs> God is mindful of the Mabry household. He knows something else; He's been there all the time. God is mindful of the Roten household, and you know what? He's been there all the time. Oh, folks. You know, some of you just don't recognize what's in here right now. Hallelujah. Somebody embrace that. Somebody embrace that. Allow God to go beyond how you feel and how you think right now at this moment. Watch this. Here's what I feel somebody. I I, I just don't know about this. I don't know about this. You better go beyond that right now and allow your faith to arise above that. Therein you'll find your miracle and you'll find your answer and you'll hear a still small voice. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Sister, there is a joy in your spirit. There's a joy in your spirit. (laughs) Hallelujah. There's a joy. You know what? You put on a smiling face, but sometimes you just feel like it's all you can do and you're dying inside. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's been a long night. But guess what? Joy comes in the morning. It's morning right now in you spiritually. Whew. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody praise it. Get a little hand clap. Pastor, I see a sheet of paper with the things that you have preached over the years. That was prophetic. And you said before, right at the beginning of church tonight, that you're seeing things being answered. It's going to come at such a rapid pace, you're not even going to be able to count what all has happened because it's going to happen so fast. Shh. <laughs> My Lord, that that, 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 you look up and you look, that look, look, I can't even count that much. Look to your neighbor and say, It's going to be all right. Say to them now, All is well. All is well. Holy Ghost thing with Jiggers. Pastor, if you will, please come. One more time, everybody do this. Wave offering to God. Wave offering to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, just continue just to worship God.